Um, and it's funny because one of my values is growth. <laughs> and so it's always going and you can get frustrated. Like just for once, I'd just like to know that I've done the work, like I'm right to go. But then I keep reminding myself that no, it means when I'm having to continually up-level, it's because I am doing the work and I'm growing and that's the way to become your fullest version and potential. Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Natalie, welcome back to the podcast. We love it when you drop in with your masterclasses, your challenges, and definitely on the pod to unpack what is the biggest impact on our life, and that is our relationship with our money. Thank you so much. I love coming back and so excited to talk about all things money again. For those of you that are not familiar with Natalie, or I don't know how you're not, but if you are not, Natalie is our money mentor on the Light Path Collective. She talks and mentors us through all things money. You can actually work with her one-on-one and I highly suggest that you do because that relationship with money is going to be such a vital one in your life. I mean, basically determines most things, right? Yeah, it does. It's such an important relationship that we do have in our life and what we tend to do with money is what we do in all other areas of our life so if we don't have a really great relationship with money we probably also don't really have a very powerful relationship with ourselves so having a look at how you are showing up around money gives you a really good indication of whether or not you need to do some work and what might be holding you back from creating that life that you do want for sure and like in the past when I've maybe wanted to heal some relationship stuff, sometimes it's easier to heal that aspect of myself in relation to money because it massively Mm -hmm. impacts and vice versa. I remember during lockdown, a good friend of mine was doing all this work around money. Uh, She felt she had a lot of money blocks. I didn't feel I had that, but I definitely felt like I had relationship blocks. So I was doing all this work around relationships and it was so funny because we were doing this work together but separately and her her relationship was blossoming and my finances were growing even though we were doing the opposite work and so we're like wait a minute we've got to switch it up do do the thing that we're good at and then that will have an impact on the other yeah it's so true and I think it's and that's why I think it ultimately comes back to our relationship with self because Mm -hmm. there's always that real deep limiting belief we have but it just shows up in different ways in different aspects of our lives. So um, being able to work, I guess, on the surface level, we can sort of see it playing out and in action is a really good way to work on it. And then that ultimately then leads you back home to go to what the actual deep rooted belief is so that you can um, work on that because it's just really important with money blocks, which I think we're going to get into. Um, So I'm going there when we get to it. Uh, for sure. Well, speaking of relationship with self, um, I always ask people their favorite quote. You've already given us one last time you're on the pod, but do you have a different one for us today? So yeah, I have a lot of favorite quotes, so it's good <laughs> to keep them going. Today's is um, Marianne Williamson, and it's our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? That is a quote that she's so famous for. Many people think um, 
Martin Luther King said it, but it was not. It's Marianne Williamson. You can find it in A Return to Love. Um, and before we jumped on to record this podcast, of course, Natalie and I were having a massive catch-up. Um, it's so frustrating because we live in different states, so it's not as if we can just, like, meet at the pub after work. Have <laughs> 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 a download, so it usually happens during our work day. But even we were talking about, you know, we are in this field, we have dedicated our lives to the inner work individually and mm-hmm. as an act of service and of as a as a path of purpose, we are now sharing that with others. But even for us, even with all that we know, all that we've evolved through, it is a constant process of embracing our light and not being scared of that. And um I mean, I'm I'm kind of speaking out of school here, but Natalie was kind of saying like, oh, like I'm feeling a bit frustrated in this area of my life. And I was like, well, what would you do if you weren't? Like, what would you do if that problem that you're perceiving is solved? And I think that's what Marianne Williamson is speaking to there. Like, it's so much easier for us to understand our, in inverted commas, darkness, as opposed to what if we were in our light, you know? Yeah. What what if we were actually showing up as that version of ourselves? Because that version of ourselves is there. It's just that all these things happen that make us think otherwise, or we act differently in accordance with what we truly believe ourselves to be worth. So I think it's, um, it is so easy, but as you said, it, it, it does take work. Like I think the easy bit is going and learning about it and then talking, but actually then implementing and integrating it and showing up as that version of yourself that's where it takes work and it's something that you need to do day in day out it's not a matter of okay I've learned this I've understood this about myself great everything's just magically now going to happen you now need to the work actually then starts for you to show up as that version of yourself and especially when things don't go the way that you want them to or you're feeling stuck or you're feeling frustrated that's when it's so easy to go back to how you were previously and to go back into your shell and come up with all the excuses. But that's when you need to dig deep and actually continue showing up as that version of yourself because the more you do it, the more you're opening yourself up to all the amazingness that you want to bring into your life. For sure. And and it's this is, like you say, never ending. It's constant. It doesn't matter where you are on your self-discovery, self-awareness or spiritual journey, whatever you want to call it. It is constant. And um I think it was Amber Renee in her episode of the podcast said it doesn't really matter like what level in which you're functioning or vibrating or achieving, you're going to be faced with the same issues and it's a constant um, purification process of you stepping up, removing those blocks at that level so you can step up again and then you'll be removing the blocks there. So don't feel disheartened if you're like, oh, does this work happen forever? This is actually the gift of the work. All this knowledge, all these skills, all these tips and tricks we're sharing with you are to meet you at every level because this doesn't switch off. It's like saying, oh, I've been to the gym once this week. I'm good. I literally have said that to myself <laughs> this week. Oh my gosh, that would be so nice. Oh but yeah, I think that's so good. And to look at it as the growth, because if you mm-hmm. get to a point where you're not coming up again, then that's when I think you need to question, what am I actually doing? Because if you're not getting those blocks, if you're not feeling you're hitting ceilings, then that's when you think I'm in trouble, like I've stopped growing, I've stopped expanding. And so, um, yes, to embrace all of it, 
and to um and it's funny because one of my values is growth <laughs> and so it's always going and you can get frustrated like just for once I'd just like to know that I've done the work like I'm right to go but then I keep reminding myself that no it means when I'm having to continually up level it's because I am doing the work and I'm growing and that's the way to become your fullest version and potential I can't imagine that you're going to say anything more wise after that. So if you want to tune out now, I'm just kidding, don't do that. But that is so true. Oh, my gosh, I want to shout that out. That is so true. If you are not experiencing blocks, if you are not experiencing discomfort, if you are not in some ways experiencing fear, then what the hell are you doing? You are Mm -hmm. not growing. You are not expanding. You are not becoming. That's the time you should actually be worried, not when you're moving the blocks. And I think we can like, and I know I did this years ago, you can create a really small world for you to live in where you're protected. Like you, so you can try and avoid anything coming to you that you have to actually up level deal with things. And so it's, um, but it's not a fun world to live in. It's definitely not the world. It's so boring. Yeah. It's so brand I feel safe and might feel secure because that's become your default, but it also feels really crap. And so sometimes doing the hard work, doing something, putting yourself out there, it doesn't feel great, but that's where you reap the benefits and where it eventually will feel amazing. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let, let's dive in. Let's talk about money blocks in particular as those things that are really stopping us from accessing that flow of abundance and that experience of abundance at every level that we're at what are money blocks yeah so money blocks are simply they're self-limiting beliefs and thoughts that we have around money that are holding us back and holding us back from having a less powerful relationship with money um and then impacting the actions we're taking to again um, avoid money coming into our life or making it really hard for money to come into our life and creating that abundance that we truly do want. So, um, yeah, in its simple form, it's the self-limiting beliefs. How can you um, identify then it, where your money blocks are? Because you might be coasting along, you're comfortable, you're fine. I get this amount of money in my bank account every fortnight. I kind of know where I'm at. So how do you know when you're blocked in this area? Yeah, there's a few different ways. You can have, um, think back to your earliest childhood memories around money, what came up, what was being said, what was being spoken, and then having a look at some of your money frustrations now to see what patterns are there. Um, Generally, you might see themes, repetitions that are happening. Um, Some common money blocks uh, or if there's things that you're avoiding to do with money. (laughs) I wouldn't know anything about that. What are you talking about? See that there's probably a money block. I mean, if you're feeling stressed around money, that's a money block. Um, Common thoughts that people have is money is evil, money is dirty, um, you can't be spiritual and rich at the same time. Um, Money, you have to work really hard to make money. Money is not important. Uh, What else? I'm not really great at numbers. Yeah. That's personally one of mine was like I think in my most of my 20s, I just didn't, I avoided money because I didn't understand it and I wasn't, I don't think, ready to have a relationship with it. It's almost like imagining like why I didn't get married in my 20s. I wasn't ready to be married. I didn't want to be married. I didn't want that. Um, And it was the same with money. 
Yeah. And I think we, and I think it comes back to also the conditioning and what we hear growing up, especially as women around money, that it's not our thing. It's like, we sort of wait to be saved by Prince Charming. That's the man's job to come and take care of us, to look after the finances. We're there to do the nurturing, the home side. And that can easily sort of become your story, your relationship with money as you grow up, that it's just not something, and we're not great at money. It's not part of our skill set and it's easy for us to sort of believe that and switch off when it comes to the finances but you when you step into your power and you become your most powerful self you're naturally going to want to take care of your money and realize that doing so is one of the biggest forms of self-care that you can do because in anything we do in order to generate and attract money into our life it's time it's energy potentially financial resources that have gone into it so it's about respecting ourselves our time our energy knowing that we're worthy of it knowing that it we're value our value is there and um putting that in place and then going out and then that's going to naturally make you want to look after your money because we can have the money blocks as i said but i think it comes back to about understanding also another way to show you is look at all aspects of your life so look at how you shop around your money do you actually have bank accounts set up for money to come into your life do you look at your numbers to see where you stand from a financial position how do you speak about money how do you feel about money looking at your well-being how are you showing up are you getting enough sleep drinking enough water eating really good food that makes you feel great um your boundaries do you say yes or no when you want to say the opposite um are you in business are you pricing yourself accordingly if you work for another business are you looking at pay rises to um reflect the value you're you're providing the conversations you're having look at all aspects of your life and get really honest with yourself about how you're showing up because if you're not showing up in a way that is allowing you to show up as your best self to being open to receiving to having that really great relationship with money then that's where it all begins and that's where your money blocks are coming in place and it's stopping that money coming in and it comes back to that relationship with self to know that you're worthy of having it all and to choose to show up differently. And I think that you've hit on something really important there in terms of that feminine energy around money because naturally as as women, yep, we're being definitely conditioned in terms of culture about how money works and all of that. Um, and, you know, you and I grew up in a, I'm just jumping you in my age bracket, um, you and I grew up in a time where it was like, you can have it all, you can have it all, go make it all happen, but also be a woman. And and so it was really confusing. And so a lot of us went way too in our masculine without having the predisposition or the skill set in order to do that and took on so much responsibility, but really in in divine feminine energy, we are the the receivers and we're, we're to receive anything and everything that worships us, that supports us, that honours us. But we're also here to create and to make um, beautiful things and homes and communities and all of that, that. That's the same energy with money. So we're here to create money, but we're also here to receive it. Um and it's and it can be hard because we think that they're two opposite energies, but really, then they're not. Yeah, no. It's all it all sort of yeah it comes from that same energy, and it's about. Um, I think it's coming back to yourself and connecting to your intuition, your inner wisdom, because like I said, we went so much into the masculine, 
face of power, which I know I did in the corporate world because that was what we were seen as the way to succeed. And so we were operating and showing up in that masculine energy, which, you know, we need to have a balance of both energies. We want both feminine and masculine, but you want to find that balance that works for you. And if you're so much in the masculine, you're just not relying on that feminine energy, which is your source. That's your power. That's our source as females. That's where the creativity, the magic happens. It's where you want to show up and be open to receiving. And then you can combine that with your masculine to take the action and the strategy and all that side. But it's, um, yeah, having that place of being open to receiving, but also going out and creating. Absolutely. And I mean, you mentioned some strategies there in terms of just doing a really honest audit of where you're at and your relationship with money. And I know this is what you teach people. This is what they get when they're mentored, especially in this aspect of their life where we're not taught. So this is why it's so important to have a money mentor where you can actually be held accountable to these reflections and someone to help you shift through them. Cause sometimes it's really hard to do the work on your own, which is why you exist. So yeah, definitely an audit. That's a way that we can start to remove money blocks, but is there any other tips out there for people to start to play with in terms of how to look at their money blocks um, once they've identified them? Yeah, I think the first thing is once you've identified them is to ask yourself, is this working for me? Like is the belief that I currently have this money, is that showing up? And clearly the answer is hopefully no, it's not. So it's about then deciding there and then to draw a a line in the sand and go, okay, I'm deciding and declaring today that I'm choosing to show up differently. And it simply just starts with that decision. Now that's actually the easy bit because then we need to start going and doing the work <laughs> that we spoke about earlier today. But simply doing that and making that decision that enough's enough, like these thoughts. And like I said, if you can connect the the blocks or the thoughts that you've had and go back to your childhood, like also realizing they're not yours. And I think that's the thing too, as adults, we very rarely question why we do things. We just do it because we've done it our whole life. So we never actually think, why the hell do I actually do that? Like what? And so by looking back and trying to connect the dots, that's where you can start to realize and go, okay, <laughs> I've actually taken on a whole lot of other people's truths and made them my own truths. So just by making that declaration, deciding I'm going forward and I'm going to figure out what my truths are. And so I know when I was going back through my in a journey of um, healing was to just go back and ask myself, what is it that I want? Because if we also have become so much in our masculine energy, we also, and I know for me, was relying on other people to tell me what to do. Like I trusted others more so than I trusted myself. And so we really want to build that self-trust back up because that's what's going to allow you to then create your own truth and move forward and believe in your ability to go do what it is that you want to go and do. So for me, it was simply asking asking myself um, intentional living. So what do I want to eat today? Like back to basics and trusting that I knew better than someone else telling me, um, obviously nutrition dietitians know what they're doing, but having someone who specifically does it, because I was following different diets, which weren't directly related for me. So just asking, what is it that I want to eat today? And then figure out, does that work? How do I want to work out today? What feels really good? The energy, if I'm talking to someone or someone else's energy, how does that feel? If I'm doing something, did that feel really good? Didn't it? If it didn't. And then just starting to trust yourself and going by what your intuition, your inner wisdom is telling you. And the more you're doing this, the more you're building that self-trust and you're starting to learn what actually is working for you and what's not. So um, 
that's a really good place. And that from place, that place, you can also go, okay, what's my vision for the life, the business that I want to create? And then it's about getting clear on that. And then as we were speaking earlier, it's about showing up as that version of yourself. So what are the things your most wealthiest version who's living that amazing life? How is she, what's the version of them that's showing up? What are their core values? What are their thoughts, their beliefs, their attitude, their decision-making? Who are they hanging around with? Who are they not hanging around with? How do they interact in their relationships? How do they show up for their money? And so the more that you can embody that version of the most wealthiest version of yourself now is what's going to allow you to move forward. And one really great place to also start is just to come back and believe that you're worthy of having it all and to look for all the abundance that's already your life, all the amazing opportunities that's already in your life. And we spoke about this earlier, like unless you take the time to check and reflect what's actually in there, you already have so much amazing things happening in your life. Whether things don't on the outside look the way you want or not, if you go within, there is already so much abundance and great things happening. It's just that we have to be aware of it. And we tend to focus on what isn't working as opposed to what's not what is working and when we focus on we know what we focus on that's what we're going to attract more into our life so um yeah so focus on what's already abundant in your life it might be that you woke up and saw the sunshine if you're in melbourne (laughs) that's something to be really grateful for yeah there wasn't an earthquake today there wasn't an earthquake yeah um fresh flowers maybe you had a great conversation with somebody tax time maybe you got a refund for your tax um this year maybe you bought new books that you're just loving there's so many things that are already great focus on that but also work on you showing up as your most wealthiest self and um question what you're doing get really curious about how you're showing up what you're doing because that's just going to start identifying everything write it down journaling is a really great place for this um coming and working with me working with yourself um is a really great way to just to help uncover because as you said you do and I know from my own experience you need to have a really good support network around you when you're willing to go in and do this work because it's not the easiest of roads but it's definitely the road and the path that's going to lead you to the most amazing life and amazing version of yourself so it's totally worth it but you just have to be willing to sit in the discomfort and if you've got great people around you that can support you hold you in that space it's going to make it so much easier and also a lot faster than just doing it by yourself. For sure. When you were speaking then, so much good stuff. And I just had a huge aha moment with one simple thing you said there. You said the, the, well, you asked the question, how do you show up for your money? And I Mm -hmm. think we are so focused on how our money is showing up for us. Where's it coming from? How much we're making, you know, and I want this and I want that. So I need to have more money or whatever it is, but how are you showing up for your money? And again, it doesn't have to be major. This is such a simple little thing, but I went through a phase, I would say at the beginning of the year, maybe where I um, wasn't showing up for my money physically very beautifully i.e. I actually wasn't putting a lot of effort into my appearance. So I went Mm. through a phase of hardly putting on makeup. And now I'm not saying that you need to go and put on makeup, but like for me, if I start the day and I do my face and I feel like I've groomed myself, then I'm showing up for work, even if it's just me on the computer, really respectfully. And to me, that's just the vibration that it feels. 
And when I wasn't doing that, there was a huge shift in the flow of money to me. Like it stopped working for me because I had stopped showing up for it. I love that. And it's so, and I think that's where the relationship with money comes in. Like it's one of the most intimate relationships. Like if you think of it as a partner and you're not showing up for your partner in the way that you want them to show up for you, well, the relationship's probably not going to be great and it's probably not going to last that long. So it's about being really um, conscious of how you want to show up, how you want money to show up for you, but also how are you showing up? And like you said, when you um, put your makeup on and you felt really good, Sorry, everybody. That was a nice. <laughs> it's like having a debate and we're being buzzed out of the debate. <laughs> so, so sorry about that. Right. So when we're showing up for the money and it's showing up for us. We go and we, so when we're showing up for the money and it is doing, like you said, when we're looking when we're feeling good, when we're doing, we're dressing in a way that makes us feel like our best self, we're showing up differently. And it's also, you're going to be showing up and wanting to put yourself out there to be more visible as well. So you're going to do ways that are going to help generate more income into your life because you're putting yourself out there because you feel great. So again, it's all these little things. And you feel worthy for it. You feel a match to it. So even just that, like, how are you showing up to your job? How are you showing up to your work? And you, it's so funny how different the money is. So when I started this career, for example, I was at first making less than I was in my job, but because I was showing up with so much purpose and passion, the money just went so much further. I have no idea. I have literally no idea how. Yeah. it's. But, but when I was it's- earning it from someone else, oh my gosh, it just, it didn't flow. It didn't cover the bills. And, and it was more, it's, it, that blew my mind. That energetic exchange was huge. Yeah. And I think it's all the alignment. Like when you show up and you're doing something that you're loving, it's all coming in to, to do that. And I think, you know, we talk about purpose as well. And I don't know what your take, but for me, purpose is more about you showing up as your best self, like bringing all of you to whatever it is that you do. And I know for me, like for years, I was searching for my purpose, like what is my purpose? And I was like, it's got to be this aha aha moment that I'm going to find. This is the thing I'm meant to do for the rest of my life. Like, where is it? And I used to do all these different quizzes and all these things trying to find my purpose. And I remember I was walking around the gardens one day after doing my um, healing journey. And I was like, oh my God, I'm my purpose, like showing up as the fullest potential, the fullest version of me. That's my purpose in life. And it doesn't matter what I do, as long as I show up doing what I love and I bring all of myself to the table and I show up as the best version of myself, the fullest version, that's my purpose. That's what our journey in life is to be. And I think when you come from that place, you're naturally then in that vibration and that frequency that is attracting all that amazing things into your life. So when it comes to money, I think the best thing I love about working with money is that it's always about coming back to you and creating that beautiful, gorgeous, loving, healthy, abundant relationship with self, because that's what's then going to allow you to do everything that you want when it comes to money and the life you want to create. 
Absolutely. If you want to dive more into money, go back to episode 54 of the podcast because that's where Natalie really broke down the actual energetics of money, like the energy of money and what it holds. Um, But we know where to find you. We know where to work with you. You are on the Light Path Collective. Just go to our services section and or the About Us um, section of the website. You'll see Nat there. You can, Natalie there, you can jump on, connect with her um, and you'll see her posts on our Instagram and TikTok pages as well. Um, Natalie also runs often free challenges and masterclasses are coming up. So there's a lot on offer um, because if you are ready to this work, then we are ready for you because we want to hold you in this space. We want to hold you in your best version of yourself and your most abundant self. Yeah, so true. Like the money transformation, it's, it's, yeah, it is seriously amazing. And now is, especially with everything going on in the external world, now it's such a really great time to actually start your journey in transformation because that doesn't need to be your reality. You get to create your own reality. And when you start working on your money, you will see how you can easily do that and that you can still have an amazing life within or regardless of what is actually happening outside of us at the moment. There's so many amazing opportunities, possibilities for you to create that beautiful relationship with money, that relationship with self and the life that you want, but you just have to be willing to do the work. So if you're um, yeah, ready and willing, please come and see me because I'd love to help you with your money transformation and you to create this beautiful life that you are so worthy of. Well, thank you for showing up as your full self. Um, I love listening to you when you're talking about this, your expertise, your passion, your purpose. Um, It lights me up and it really motivates me. So thanks for joining us again. Check out show notes. I'll put all Natalie's links there. But for now, thanks for inspiring us to have this luscious relationship with money. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.